What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Great Iron Fantasy Football Podcast. Today is Thursday, October 1st, 2020. I'm Chip, and I'm your host, and thank you so much for listening today. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us as well. If you'd like to share our podcast, you can find us over on Apple and Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and then on Amazon Music. If you'd like to watch us, you can watch us over on YouTube at Gridiron Fantasy Football. So, you know, please so please support the show and hit subscribe so you don't miss any more episodes. And today, guys, we have a fantastic show today. We get to talk about the Denver Broncos versus the New York Jets. I know everyone's excited about this game. I know everyone is can't wait to watch it. Um, but first, let's uh, get into some of the news that took place this week. Obviously, the biggest news that took place was the Tennessee Titans um, are dealing with the the, uh, the shutdown of their facilities in person because of some outbreak with COVID-19. Um, they played the Minnesota Vikings, so both the Vikings and the Titans had to shut down operations until Saturday. The good news is, is that the Minnesota Vikings have had no positive cases, so they're able to return to practice today. But... The Titans are still determining when they can go back to the facilities. It looks like on Wednesday they had one more player test positive, but they're going to do daily testing to determine when they can go back to their facility. Um, So this kind of makes some interesting news on what takes place fantasy-wise. So, of course, they want to play the game this week. The most likely scenario is that they're going to play on Monday night, I know listening to some Mike uh, to Mike Tomlin's, um, the coach of the Steelers press conference, he had said that he he anticipates that the game will be on Monday. So with that being the case, I don't think you have to make any changes to your rosters. I mean, if you have anybody playing to, uh, on tonight on Thursday, then I hope you don't. I mean, for for instance, but if you do. That's something that you have to make the decision about because there's really no great fancy options tonight in the football uh, matchup. So I don't think that you really need to worry about uh, tonight's game. But when it comes to Sunday, if you're like trying to figure out, do I play Big Ben or do I play, you know, another quarterback? That's where you have to make that decision and just take the, you know, either you're going to risk it or you're going to just play somebody else and hopefully get the points. So. It looks like they're going to play the game regardless. There was some talk that there's going to be some chance of them moving the game back later on in the year. You know, have the Titans and the Steelers take their bye week uh, this week, and then they will just make that up in the bye week that they were supposed to have later on in the year. But it does seem like they really want the game to happen this week. So it looks like the game will happen on on Monday or Tuesday. So what I'm going to do in my own league, so I play in a two-quarterback league. I've made a decision that I'm going to go ahead and and waited out. Um, my backup quarterback on my my roster is Sam Darnold. I don't want to play Sam Darnold tonight, so I'm going to go ahead and play my two other quarterbacks is Joe Burrow and Big Ben. So I'm going to play. I'm going to play Big Ben. I'm going to wait and see. I have confidence that the game will get, will happen. So that's what I'm doing. I'm rolling the dice, and I'm going to could play Big Ben. And I know a lot of people who are like De- you know Derrick Henry owners and you know Juju, Ryan Tannehill, jo- uh, John U. Smith, all these other guys. I know it's a risk, but hopefully you have some depth on your roster where if you need to pivot, you can. And by when when Sunday comes around, we're going to have a lot more information that's what's going to happen. So if you have to play somebody tonight, that's where it gets a little dicey. I'm just going to make the decision and not play Sam Darnold because I don't like the matchup and 
I rather just go ahead and and risk it. But um, it's one of those things where we knew like something like this was going to happen. We knew that COVID at some point will hit a team and cause some type of outbreak. But from what I understand, the things I've read about the NFL protocol and all that, that even if the Titans were going to play still on Sunday, just hypothetically, they will still be going to their facility. They can't go back to their facility on Saturday. That means they only have maybe a day, if that, of practice or walkthroughs. And that means that they're going to have to get ready for the Steelers virtually. So they know that's you know that was part of the protocol and the plan. So um, I think there's some pros and cons to that. Obviously, I think the pro of it is that the players get more rest. So the players will be going to Sunday's game if they play on Sunday with fresh you know fresh bodies. So that's always good. On the downside of that, when they and trying to implement the game the game plan and all that and the plays they want to do and everything that's where that gets a little dicey because then they can't really do live practice to to implement their game plan. So it's a different world we live in right now. I mean, a lot of that stuff can be done virtually. So I'm assuming that's what's going to happen. But I think, I think that uh, the way it's being handled, it's been very interesting. Um, the good news is, like I said, the Minnesota Vikings had no cases. We don't know, like obviously with COVID and symptoms and all that don't take place until two weeks after. So, you know, it's one of those things where we could see some Minnesota Vikings next week or the week following that could have some some cases. But as of right now, it looks like so far so good. Um, right now, the Titans had four players and then they had a couple personnel in their front office or in their coaching staff, you know, have positive to COVID. So, you know, it's 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 gonna be interesting to see and, you know, determine what we do fancy wise. But and another question that popped up as well is like, what happens to the fancy points? So, if the game obviously happens on Monday night, nothing changes with fancy. The the points still accumulate. The standings will be updated on Tuesday morning. The waiver wire will be done at Wednesday morning, things like that. But if it happened on Tuesday, there was some talk about how does like the big platforms like ESPN and some other places like determine how do, do, do those, those points, say the game happened on Tuesday, do the points on Tuesday just go to your week five total or they find a way to use their system to make sure it goes into the week four total. So based on what I've read and seen, it looks like nothing will change as everything gets delayed. So pretty much your standings will be adjusted. If the game happened on Tuesday, the the standings will be adjusted on Wednesday and then waiver wire claims probably won't be through until Thursday. So just everything gets delayed today. If Tuesday was the day and it looks like it's a, a good possibility only because the NFL wants to give the Titans a day of practice if they need it based on having more positive cases come around. So there could be a flip side of this. There could be more positive cases that happen uh, on Thursday, on Friday, and, and possibly over the weekend, which may have, may have to cancel the whole game altogether. So that is why you need to have a contingency plan for any players you have on the Titans team and obviously on the Steelers. So um, very interesting development through, you know, through the last couple of days, but um I still think that that the game still happens either Monday or Tuesday. Now going on to some of the injuries that they're going on, you know, throughout the week and throughout some of the the teams. Um, one of the one of the bigger news is is that Patriots running back Damian Harris has come off IR, so he was dealing with a, a hand injury that he had surgery on, so he now becomes active on the Patriots roster, which is good news because he was somebody who was getting a lot of pro, you know praise at the training camp this year 
And you know, I know that they have James White. He's coming back from you know, personal reasons. And then obviously Sony Michelle had over 100 yards rushing last week as well. And Rex Burkhead was one of the hotter you know waiver wire pickups. But it looks like if Damian Harris has any role in this offense, it may be one that he could hopefully get the starting job. But uh, a guy that you could look at on your waiver wire if if you have a extra roster spot or you have one of those guys that you know that you can just drop. Damon Harris may be an interesting guy to pick up for nothing because unless people are paying attention closely to that situation, they may they may not have Damian Harris on their roster. So I will check for Damian Harris. And then DeAndre Hopkins, you know, on Wednesday he had a rest day. He has he's dealing with the ankle, but um just a veteran's rest day. So it looks like he has no, no reason to, you know, like he won't play on Sunday, so he should be good to go. Um, George Kittle, he's a full go. He's playing in week four, uh, based on what Kyle Shanahan has said during his press conference. And then in Tampa Bay, there's a few, a few guys that, um, are injured, but the biggest news is Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin's going to miss at least week four, and they play week five on Thursday night football. So that means that he may not even play on Thursday night. So you might be without Chris Godwin for two for two games. So that's that that sucks pretty much based on being a Chris Godwin owner. And then in, on Wednesday, Scotty Miller and Leonard Fournette did not practice. It looks like it's minor you know, ailment, ailments they're dealing with. So it looks like they're still going to play. But Scotty Miller has been the guy that I've been talking about as a handcuff just in case Chris Godwin doesn't play. You know, the two guys that are good replacements, you know, they're boomer bust players, so they're not guaranteed to do anything fancy wise. They, you know, they can get you 15 points or they get you zero points. But Scotty Miller and Justin Watson for the Tampa Bay Bucks are two receivers that um, can do something. They're very talented. So they just get overshadowed by Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. So I would look at those names if you're in a pinch and you need to grab somebody off the waiver wire um, to replace Godwin if there's not better options out there. And then, and then, Indianapolis, uh, Naheem Hines, he was limited on practice on Wednesday due to a shoulder injury. Doesn't look like he'll miss Sunday's game, but we'll know further on the practice reports today and on Friday and, and possibly on Saturday. We'll have, we'll have all the information um, on Naheem Hines. And then Kareem Hunt, he didn't practice on Wednesday either. He was dealing with a groin injury, which if he does hap- you know, hypothetically miss the game this week, that obviously puts Nick Chubb as an elite uh, RB1. That gives him all the carries, all the you know receptions out of the backfield. Um, but the other thing is they did activate uh, Dontro Hillard. So I think when they activated Dontro Hillard off the practice squad, they're probably thinking that if you know Cream Hunt's probably not going to play, so that means that he's going to be the backup for Nick Chubb. So definitely interesting, you know, players that are that are having some ailments dealing you know throughout the week. So um, with that being the case, let's. Uh, We'll go ahead and jump into the Thursday night matchup. I mean, like I said, it is, it is going to be a very uh, anticipated game, very exciting. Um, so let's go ahead and let's preview that game. And let's start off with this. So I hope you enjoyed the preview of this game. I hope you got a lot of information, a lot of things fancy-wise. So I hope that uh, you can take that information and and make the lineup decisions that you need to make. So I hope that what was a very um, in-depth uh, preview of the, this game. But um, but all kidding aside, uh, yeah, the Thursday night football game is Denver Broncos versus the New York Jets. And, you know, the Denver Broncos are favored by points. They're over-unders 40. So it doesn't seem like they that even Vegas thinks there's going to be a lot of scoring. But it's going to be the the Brett Rippin, 
versus the Sam Darnold show. I mean, Brett Rippon is now the starting quarterback for the uh, Denver Broncos. Jeff Driscoll got benched in the fourth quarter of the Tampa Bay game. So it looks like they're given the opportunity to start. Um, Vic Fangio did say that he could he could put Jeff Driscoll in there too. So it's going to be one of those games where I, I think it's going to be very ugly. Um, Thursday night games tend to be not the very the very very good games. They tend to be kind of very sloppy um, and whatnot. But it'll be interesting to see what takes place in this game. But it's not going to make the Jets look any different. They look their garbage anyways right now. Um, I think they just need to get rid of Adam Gase, and I think they need to figure out um, how to salvage their season a little bit. But uh, when it comes to fancy fancy wise, you know, the really the only players that you can really play in this game with any confidence. Um, it's Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is the only player here that you can actually start and feel at least confident about that. Um, it all depends if Philip Lindsay gets, you know, suited up this week. I mean, if, if Philip Lindsay gets suited up, expectations for Melvin Gordon go down a little bit more. He goes from being like a, a fringe RB2 guy to uh, more of a flex a flex option. So, uh, but Melvin Gordon, you're going to play regardless if Philip Lindsay is playing. Melvin Gordon's too good to sit. And then when it comes to tight end, I think Noah Fant, he's the only other player on the Denver offense that you could play. You know, if Rippon is, you know, one of those guys who has to use the the tight end as a safety net, um, I think Noah Fant is a, a good option, obviously, for that. I mean, he's a low-end tight end one, so um, I don't think, based on what's on your waiver wire and who you can start, I don't think there's a lot more options with um, without with Noah Fant. So, I mean, Noah Fant seems to be uh, on that fringe tight end one, you know, aspect this week and then you know you can't play the Broncos defense I think the Broncos defense is going against a very decimated Jets offense and I think that they're good enough to be able to get you some points um they're more of a streamer so if there's not better options out there then say you have Pittsburgh's defense right so if you're if if you're rostering Pittsburgh defense and you're not you're concerned about what's going to happen with the game you know this week Maybe you pivot to the Broncos defense and hopefully get some points, but um, definitely, definitely an option there. And if you're really, really desperate, uh, you can play the Jets D because I think the Jets defense going against um, Brett Ripping, I mean, they're not a bad unit, so they, that could be an option there as well. So just those are the guys I think are worthy of being started um, in your in your fancy lineup on Thursday night. And with this with this game, I have no flex options. It's not really. Uh, anybody that I would I would consider in the flex, um, and then th- this is a fringe flex kind of boom bust guy. But Jerry Judy, I mean, he's a guy that he's the number one, he's the number one wide receiver for the Denver Broncos right now. And the unfortunate thing is he's going against Brian Poole. So Brian Poole is a decent corner. So if he gets shattered by him, it could make Jerry Judy a very very quiet night for him. Um, and then you know Braxton Berrios, the wide receiver for the New York Jets, he had a big game you know last week. Could be a guy that if you're in a deeper league and you're dealing with you know injuries at wide receiver, or if you're dealing with some players that are on the Steelers or the Titans that you need to play, um, you're concerned about that those options. That's one as well. And then Jameson Crowder. You know Jameson Crowder is not 100 healthy. He may play tonight. If he does, he he's a, I mean, he's obviously better in PPR formats. So that's a guy that you could play, but expect you know have low expectations of him because. He's coming off an injury, so uh, that's th- that's one of those things where you pretty much kind of you know hope for the best when you play some of these guys, especially in a game that could be really ugly and low scoring. But with that being the case, I mean, you know, this is week four, and we're dealing with so much 
injuries, so much of like uncertainty with like the COVID situation. How many will this be the only break, you know, outbreak that we have, or there's going to be other players that are going to be, you know, on the COVID list that can't play. Um, but it's going to be interesting. But in this game, you know, you're obviously sitting Sam Darnold and you're sitting Brett Rippon. I mean, and Chris Hurd. I don't think you're going to play Chris Hurding either. I don't, there's really, really no great options tonight in the game. So, but like I said, this is probably going to be the worst matchup of the week when it comes to fancy options, just because you can't really feel confident with the dynamics on both sides of the ball. But um, hopefully, hopefully you don't have to play any of these guys. Hopefully you, your roster is clear, you know, of some of these names other than like Melvin Gordon and no offense. So um, that's it for the, the Thursday night preview. That's it for the guys that I would start and sit for this matchup. But on tomorrow's podcast, I'll be going over all the other matchups for week four. And then I'll be going over on Saturday on YouTube. I'll be doing my my weekly um, injury updates. So I'll tell you who I think is going to be in or out or guys that are going to be ruled out. Just so you have the information to to make the moves on your fancy rosters if needed. So that being the case, you know, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Um, please like, share, and comment. And... You know, don't forget to don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any more of those episodes. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us over on Facebook and Twitter at the Gridiron Pod, and on Instagram at Gridiron Fantasy Football. So that's it for today. You know, thank you so much for listening. We'll see y'all on tomorrow's podcast. Take care. <laughs>